Hi, Hanan. Welcome to our studio. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Um, I invited you because you, you did write a book uh, in, in, in Dutch, it is, uh, I think, um, on um, inclusive communication. First of all, congratulations on, on that book. Um, my first question when I, I did see the book passing by is why is there a need on such a topic? Um, is, is there an actual problem uh, currently? Yeah, there is definitely a problem, and it has been a problem for quite some decades now. Our societies have become increasingly diverse on many different many different levels, whether, whether it comes to eth ethnicity or gender uh, or uh, economic or social status. Um, there is a huge amount of diversity. And at the same time, when we see the people that are communicating, whether it is companies, organizations, profit, nonprofit, government agencies, um, uh, or creative agencies, they are not reaching this super diverse audience that well, because, well, first of all, they are not diverse themselves. We still have a very white uh, corporate environment. Um, so there is definitely a huge gap between um, the people that are sending out communication and those that are receiving it. And and why do you think that is? Because, yeah, and, and I also need to be honest, you see companies making some effort uh, by putting in a black person in their commercials it sometimes feels a bit artificial uh, that, that uh, by the side, but is, is there still a stigma? Are they still afraid of doing that? No, the thing is when, when it comes to diversity in imaging, in the, in the visual representation, there has already been quite some efforts. You know, there've been okay. quite some efforts. There, there is some movement in that area. As, you, as you're saying, sometimes it looks a little fake because sometimes that's the only thing that brands are doing. They are just mm -hmm. communicating in a diverse way when it comes to their images, but their language is not diverse. They don't understand these different communities. Um, it sounds fake because sometimes it actually is a little bit fake and, and it loses the authenticity in a message. So there is a necessity, not when it comes to imaging, because because I think that you know we are living in a time where people are realizing that it's not okay anymore to create a poster with 10 people and they're all 10, uh, 10 white people, for mm -hmm. example. Um, so that is definitely a realization. But there is diversity. There's like there are so many more possibilities and so many more steps that need to be taken. But for example, yeah. you can you can go for a diverse image and it can look very fake because it's not real. People are still photoshopping uh, colors on people. People are still photoshopping hands black, for example, or legs or anything to make it look diverse. And it's not even a diverse picture that actually posed for the picture. Um, so these are things that really need to be avoided in the future. Okay. But you mentioned, uh, we were talking about uh, image, but you also mentioned tone of voice and, and, and things yes. like that. But if, if you're communicating, and maybe there lies the problem, I don't know, uh, in many uh, situations you're still broadcasting to a large audience. Yes. How do you tackle that then? Because I can imagine that I, 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 I use uh, a kind of slang from, from the neighborhood, for example, to, to <laughs> include those people, but I will scare off a lot of other people if I do that. So how, how does that fit in a, in a, in a broader communication strategy? Well, of course, it's important to be accessible, meaning I can speak Dutch or I can speak English. If, I, if I'm speaking in front of an audience and they all speak English, for example, then I can speak English or I can try to speak some kind of a Welsh uh, accent that nobody understands, which makes it a lot less accessible, of course. So yeah. I have to make an effort to be understood by others. That is one thing. Um, and then, then it's about 
then it's purely about language. But let's say, for example, I'm referring to uh, cultural elements or I'm using sayings that are very specific uh, to my community and nobody understands what I'm saying. Well, of course, I need to be able to translate that in a more accessible way to make my language more inclusive so under, other people understand what I'm saying. And so that the people that understand what I'm saying, that it is a group that is way larger than it initially was. Yeah, but that also means that you need to to understand those audiences. First of all, know that those audiences are an audience for you or a potential audience for you. Then understand yeah, how those, those communities think, how they communicate and so on, and then incorporate that into to your marketing strategy. Perfect, perfect strategy there. <laughs> That's exactly what you need to do. And sometimes, I, I know that people sometimes say, well, if I wanna reach everybody, then I'm not reaching anybody. I'm just talking, general language and using general mm -hmm. words and I don't really have an audience anymore. And my reply is always, no, you first have to define your target audience and then go look at the diversity within that group of people. For example, let's say I'm communicating for a luxury brand and I want to reach people that have a certain income, then that is my target audience. I don't have to reach people with a lower income simply because I have to. But I have to realize that within that higher income class, there are a lot of different types of people. So how do I reach those people that are definitely belonging to my target audience, but that are diverse in many different ways? But doesn't it start then with hiring a diverse marketing team? Because yeah, well, if, if I'm a, blank, a, a white male and I'm, I, I'm, I'm head of marketing, for example, yeah, I, I, I don't understand uh, many of those audiences. Well, the lack of diversity within teams is definitely an issue. Uh, I, I can't lie about that. There, the agencies, the creative agencies that we have right now lack diversity on every single level. Uh, it doesn't mean that a white marketeer can't be inclusive. That, that I don't believe. I think mm -hmm. that if you are head of marketing, you don't have to give away your job to somebody else, to a person no, 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 of color. No. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning to. <laughs> exactly, but, but it, you can be more inclusive by, first of all, creating the right partnerships, working with people that do have expertise, that do know these target audiences better. You can do a better uh, type of research. You can get to know those target audiences on another level. You can diversify your team. Um, whether they are people that work for you full-time or freelancers or creatives. So there are always temporary measures that you can take to diversify your team. But of course, a diverse team full-time working for you, that's always the end goal. Yeah, but that's exactly what I, what I meant and wanted to go to is that you need people who understand your audience and, and, and you can do some research, but you can also have people who already know uh, those, those communities. If we switch from common general communication to event communication and, and to events, I, I do know your book is not about events, but our audiences uh, are, are event <laughs> organizers. That's, that's why I make the switch. Um, how do you think an event planner could be more inclusive? Well, first of all, I think my book can definitely be for event planners as well, because communication, everybody has to communicate yeah, sure. from different types of roles. And it's the same for an event planner. And if, if, if the question is, how can they be more inclusive? Well, first of all, you need to look at the content of your event. What are you offering? And does it suit a diverse audience? Let's say I am creating an event for a very uh, small group of people. Um, and, and the group in itself is not very diverse. Well, 
then there you have it. Then you all, you're already reaching the people that you need to reach. But let's say I'm organizing a broad marketing event or a broad event on health uh, and many health professionals can, mm -hmm. can come to the event. Well, of course, there's a huge diversity within that group. How can you reach them? Well, first of all, look at the content of your event. Who are your speakers? What are your topics? Is everything discussed from a white, higher class or middle class perspective? Are there different types of speakers? Are there, are there diverse topics? That's the first thing. Like the content of the event is very important, um, obviously. But then when it comes to the communication, all the principles that we've previously discussed, are also applicable to event communication. Like you need to be able to communicate in an inclusive manner. You have to make your language very accessible. Um, you have to make sure that your images are uh, are very diverse. You need to use, and this is a this is one of the most important things. You need to use diverse channels. The problem with events, sometimes I see an event pass by on LinkedIn, and mm -hmm. it was it was about an event in the past, like a month ago, and I'm like, how did I miss this event? It would have been perfect for me, but it doesn't reach me because I'm on different channels or I follow different people and I saw and I saw it way too late so it's important to know who to connect with where mm -hmm. to share your message how to advertise what are your targets on social media for example to make sure that you can reach that diverse audience because you can have a very inclusive message but if it doesn't get to the people then it doesn't then it's not really effective so that's a very important definitely for events to keep in mind yeah, you mentioned channels. Um, I can also imagine that that, that, that means yeah, looking at media and, 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 and so on, people are, are, are using. I, I remember every year in the midst of the corona crisis that certain audiences were very difficult to reach via the national media because certain yeah. people don't look at uh, the national media. Exactly. Exactly, and it's and it can be because of different reasons, but it is it is the case. Not all media reach a diverse audience, so sometimes you need to ask about those numbers. You need to know if they have the numbers. Do they do these media know how diverse their audiences are? If they're not, well, then you need to be able to look into alternative media, other platforms. We have social media now. You can target in many different ways. Um, you can get to know online communities. There are so many groups, pages, uh, online communities that are very active and that you can work with to promote your event for a diverse audience. I sometimes hear from, from marketeers that they also find it a thin line. Uh, because they don't want to offend uh, people and they don't want to target on, on, on ethnics or, or, or other, other backgrounds. How do you make sure to stay on the right side of that thin, thin, thin line? It, it can be a thin line, but well, first of all, it's, it's only a thin line if you don't know how to do it. Um, that means that many marketers that you know, let's say I'm a marketeer, I'm a white man and I work for an agency and I want to reach uh, a diverse group of women. Let's say I want to reach black women. I can go and find all kinds of offensive uh, targets and pages that might or might not reach black women. But basically I'm in it without any expertise. Or I can talk to somebody that does know that community. I can talk to an influencer that is part of that community and, you know, have a dialogue find out what are the targets that I can use to respectfully uh, reach that audience. And what kind of messages do I send without saying, hey, you're a black woman, please come to my event. <laughs> no, you can <laughs> actually, yeah, but that's that's basically what many marketeers try to do. Well, you can actually use shared interests. Let's go back to the health event, for example. I can imagine that there are a lot of people of color working in health industries. How do you reach them? Well, first of all, they have a shared uh, a shared background with all the other people 
namely they work in health. So try to use that as a shared value. Um, and it's a great way to start to get to know that audience. Uh, and working with others is, is always a, a great idea. Yeah. Okay, Hanan, uh, thank you really much for, for sharing your insights on the topic. Um, for our Dutch readers, um, no, for our Dutch viewers, we will put the link to your book uh, below the video. Will it also come out in English? Uh, I'm working on it. Okay, so <laughs> this, my my uh, my uh, editor is working on it. <laughs> okay, but that's that's great news. So for our English uh, viewers, keep an eye on uh, the book. Uh, I really um, recommend it. Um, so thank you very much uh, for being here. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And you at home, thank you for watching our show. I hope to see you next week.